Welcome to the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio, the podcast for talent acquisition aficionados, HR lovers, and the recruitment connoisseurs out there looking to get inspired and challenge traditional approaches to hiring. Here, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the recruitment process, engaging fresh talent, managing tough internal hiring dilemmas, and of course, the future of talent acquisition. I'm your host, Adri Smith from Recruity. I'll be quizzing the experts, asking the burning questions, and of course, bringing you great guests each episode. By the end of every episode, we'll offer a few hypotheticals and of course, tips to take back to your team and workplace. An employee referral program is a powerful tool for any recruiter. And the best part about it is that it works on two levels. On the candidate side, it will save you on your cost to hire. It can create more engaged hires and actually shorten your onboarding process. On the employee side, it increases both retention and engagement. And then it also promotes an environment where your employees feel valued. Today, I'm joined by Bianca Hoffman from Takeaway, who will show us a thing or two about how to actually create an employee referral program and how to make it work for you. Today, I'm joined by Bianca Hoffman from uh, Takeaway.com. Welcome. Thanks. (laughs) I'm really happy to be here. Could you give everyone a little introduction to yourself and uh, how you got involved in employee referrals? Yeah, so basically I'm from Germany. I studied in uh, Leipzig, lived many places around the globe, London, Paris, uh, New York. Before I came to Amsterdam, I started as a yeah, typical sourcer in an uh, yeah, agency. And uh, basically from there, found my way to get into recruitment. Um, I think one and a half years ago now, I started uh, working with Takeaway. There I'm responsible for the operational functions that we have. So sales, customer service, logistics. So mass volume recruitment, basically, together with the team. So not only in the Netherlands, but really, yeah, everywhere where we are. So now EMEA. So let's see where we <laughs> going to be next and um, how I started with referral. Yeah, that's uh, basically very funny because my first hire ever was a referral. Oh, okay. As a sourcer, I was really, really contacting, of course, my, my target groups uh, back then. It was for chemical industry firm and someone that I approached on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, he was saying, yeah, thanks. Interesting, but I'm, I'm not uh, looking at the moment for, for some thing. And basically, I asked him back if he know anyone that could be interested. And uh, that's how I got to my, my candidate, my first hire, that is still working with the company. So that's four years ago now. Uh, so always following him and see his path. But it's, it's really nice uh, to see the effect of uh, referral in that way. And with this, everything started. So my, my former boss, yeah, when I started as a sourcer, told me always, if someone is not interested and you're kind of want to be still in touch with this person or this person is nicely declining, um, of course, your request, then why, why don't you ask if this person knows someone that would be interested? Because basically you already approach someone that is close to the, the, the vacancy that you want to f- fulfill. Mm-hmm. And in that way, he gave me made this perspective of, yeah, okay, so everyone that basically says no, 
you could make a potential talent scout. So you can see this person as someone that has a network and could refer. And this is something that I still have in my DNA if I recruit a takeaway. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I really, really believe that referrals are a very good source of, of hiring uh, candidates. You have to see internal recruitment sources that are word of mouth, then your referral and the external uh, recruitment sources. And basically 75% of our labor market is passive. Mm -hmm. Then the, the rest is actively looking. And if you, you really want to approach people in that 75%, you need to find some ways to look for the talent. So referrals are a nice way to connect, to look in your social network. Everyone studied with some people that do now the same or similar things. Then you have friends that most of the time maybe have the same field of work. And then, of course, you have anyhow your social network. You are connected on LinkedIn with people. You've, you have former uh, colleagues from work that you maybe, maybe want to help out. So I think referrals are a very nice and easy way to hire or at least to get a pool of candidates. So I understand that you have quite a strong referral program at takeaway.com. Yeah. How did you start with that process? Well, basically we, we had something before, but it wasn't really, yeah, it was something that we, we only put there. It wasn't really, really um, launched. There was something just like a, like a document mm -hmm. to refer. But in my eyes or in my opinion, there wasn't enough because we have over a thousand of employees in yeah, now 10 countries. So how would you, you make every single employee aware that you have a referral program? First of all, you, you really need to create this awareness. You, you need to see this as a product that needs to be marketed uh, within your organization to have an effect. So I basically had the, the problem. So we have an office in Enschede that is very close to the German border, um, has a historical background because uh, our uh, CEO, he studied there, he's coming from this area. And yeah, labor workforce is very scarce there. So it's a rural area. Okay, you have students there, but not really IT, for example, that we were looking for. So I was thinking with my colleagues, how can we increase the pool of candidates in this area? And then I've seen that we had this possibility of um, having a referral program. And I actually wanted to completely restructure it, make it nicer. It was really low level maintained. And I, I really wanted to make a nice fancy product out of that, that has the attention as every, every other product that you actually would like to, to market here. So with this, everything started and, and somehow, um, well, I'm really believe in a product of a referral program as a very good source of, for, for hires. So I kind of some, somehow dedicated myself to change the product and, and to start with this. Mm -hmm. um, we launched it actually two weeks ago. So oh, nice. I'm really, <laughs> thanks. I'm really happy mm -hmm. now. 
it's a complete process that, that you have to go through, but uh, I think at the end it is really worth it. Because, um, well, our recruiters are also, of course, facing the problem. We have a lot of vacancies. I mean, almost every company is facing this problem. Labor for, uh, workforce is very scarce. So how do you get the right talent on, on, yeah, on the right spot? So I'm hoping really now, and I see as well, people are really reacting on that and, and really, really sending emails out to us with referrals. So I hope that we're getting soon already the first hires out of that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was a long way to go there. <laughs> so it's interesting that you talk about a referral program like a product. And I think it is really a nice, accurate description of what it can be. Yes. Um, what are the key components of that product, the mm -hmm. employee referral program? Yeah, so first I started really to look on the needs and expectation of employees. So basically you really need to see in what yeah, work environment do you, do you work? Are you, it, it always do, it depends also on the sector you work in. Mm -hmm. So for us as an e-commerce uh, company, basically I looked what do they need? So what is actually the reason for our employees to make a referral? So I looked at the desire to help job seekers. I looked at the desire to help the organization. What is their uh, commitment to us? What is their potential risk in referring? Do they need a bonus? And what should be the bonus? Should it be a monetary bonus? Should it be a non-monetary bonus? So I looked at those aspects and kind of, yeah, well, basically I asked just uh, by a survey what they think about it. And for us, for example, the desire to help the organization and effective commitment was very, very strong. Mm -hmm. And the risk in referring, where I was a bit afraid, there was very low, which makes me, of course, happy because that shows, of, of course, okay, if people are committed to a company, they also will be much more willing to, to refer. So from that, when I found out, okay, what do they actually want? So is it a non-monetary or monetary? Because I know companies where, for example, monetary reward wouldn't be, be a fit at all to, to implement that in the program. But for us, it, it would be really an incentive for people to, to refer. So I looked as well, what do you want to offer them? Do you want to offer them maybe for some positions, uh, higher bonus, lower bonus. So that was really interesting to see first, what are the needs mm -hmm. and expectations from those to really create something? Because I think that's also a base or an, and the base for your, your house to create in that product. And the second step, of course, was then really to look at how do you want that? Do you, do you want to, to create a manual? What is your voice, um, of tone there? So how do you want to want to communicate it to them? Do you want to have a system completely? How do you, do you should do that for, for a company that is so big? Who should maintain it? Who should really be responsible for looking at the, uh, CVs? Because of course, and that's also something that you, need to keep in mind, a referral is not right away a good candidate. Mm -hmm. So it's also 
something to be aware that you really need to check the quality of this candidate. Is it a fit for this position? Um, so just like a normal, normal candidate in your, your process, you really need to maintain or funnel this candidate through the same, uh, recruitment process as other candidates. So that was the next step to look at that. And basically then what for me is the most important thing in, in the whole story is including hiring managers from the beginning. So actually if uh, in a team a vacancy opens up, the hiring manager should actually be the one that is right away going to his team and say, hey, there's a vacancy open. Do you know anyone from your network that would love to work with us? would love to work in this position. And you, you really see then the benefits of a referral program because maybe someone knows some, someone that is really talented, is looking at the moment for some, some job, and you could basically avoid costs of, um, yeah, really, really um, marketeer your position. You could really reduce your time in fulfilling this uh, position. And... Those candidates, of course, know already your company most of the time mm -hmm. because people are talking in their social network. If they they meeting after work or something, they, they know kind of what to expect. So for me, it was really important to create as well this awareness, not only for employees, but also in that way, also for the hiring manager community, that they should start really from right away when a vacancy is open to really communicate that in their uh, teams. Mm -hmm. So you said something about expectations that especially at the beginning, setting the, the foundations for your program mm -hmm. is really important to understand the expectations of your employees. Yes. Now, when somebody refers someone, obviously they've made a personal referral. Often it's a friend, possibly even family, yeah. how do you deal with managing those expectations on a personal level each and every single time? Yeah, so for me, it's really important to communicate to our employees that every referral is really appreciated. Mm -hmm. So how we, we handle it is that the recruiter that is responsible for the vacancy is anyhow responsible for the whole um, recruitment process. So also the communication to the employee, because of course you're going to have that, that employees feel maybe a bit of risk because they are not sure is this the right fit for the position. And uh, if this person maybe gets rejected, how do I deal with that? Would I possibly do another referral if my first one got rejected? So I'm trying really to make them clear that we really appreciate every single candidate they, they get us, but, and that's really important, they shouldn't be responsible for checking the quality. So it's okay that someone got rejected mm -hmm. because they shouldn't feel somehow guilty and not feeling this kind of awkward, oh, my manager thinks now I don't know what this position is maybe about because this is not all. Recruitment is so, yeah, in that way, vague. It can go all the directions with a candidate always. I mean, every recruiter knows the really difficult 
trip you're going through mm -hmm. until you hire someone. Mm -hmm. So you really need to tell your employees that they are not really responsible for the quality. I think that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And then really appreciate that they are looking in their social network for someone that is a fit. And of course, if you look at them at a hopeful hire, <laughs> you, you really should also include your hiring manager again and say, Hey, he got this person in. So shoulder, uh, your tap and really say, encourage people to, to refer again. And of course, all other people and employees seeing that this person got It's that way, a lot of appreciation that they help the company, help the job seeker, and then show really commitment to take away, for example, or your organization. And I think this is the strongest uh, part of that. So you really need to create this awareness about a referral and basically push for that, that people really appreciate it. So you mentioned uh, something about bonuses. Yeah. And I know you said that at Takeaway, you're, you don't have a monetary bonus. We so have. Oh, sorry. You have exactly. You, you do. Okay. Yeah. How do you determine the amount and how do you determine what you reward your referrals with? There are some standards that, that uh, you can check what you should give for a position. Of course, always think about your cost per hire. Mm -hmm. So of course, if you have, for example, a uh, customer service agent, it shouldn't really be a bonus of 2000 euros, for example. So we have adapted the bonuses based on our job levels. So you cannot really say, okay, this and that is getting this amount of money, but We made some steps where I think they are pretty good. I asked them in the survey that I sent out to our employees and as well. So that's again, going to the employees to ask them themselves what you would think about someone that you, you bring into our company, mm -hmm. what you think is a sufficient bonus where you think, okay, my candidate is that and that worth. So this is how, how we approached it and, and to see are they happy with those bo bonuses that we give or not, and then see a way to get the right amount. But to be honest, I think it's a really, really hard to say, okay, these are the right amounts for this position, because like I said now, I think it's a kind of perception that everyone has and how much it is worth. Are employee referrals always relevant? In my opinion, You need to be balanced. So I think to have a diversity in your company, what studies show is, of course, that if you have a referral, most of the time they have the same, but a similar personality. What you need is, of course, diversity in your uh, company, also for, for your creativity, uh, for different approaches, that I think you should keep a balance. So... I think there's also no, no right way to say, okay, is it always um, good to have referrals? Um, because it can be. But for maybe some positions, and I, I, I don't have an example for that, um, but I think you should just be really balanced in your team. And if you see, okay, there are a lot of same personalities, does it add 
value to add someone that is similar to, to that team. So it's already a little bit more than recruiting, maybe. It's also looking at, at your teams that you're recruiting for. How is the dynamic there? Human resources aspects. Does this person add value? And I think it's all about really, really having the balance, the right balance. Mm-hmm. That's quite an interesting point that you make, because I think often people do share kind of the same people in their own social networks. They come from similar backgrounds. Yes, true. They, they come from similar ways of thought, et cetera. But then again, you have also some other people that have, you know, completely different people in their, their friend groups. But I think in the end, it's up to the recruiter who then filters the, the referred candidates yeah. to make that decision, whether or not they actually add value to the team. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's right. So, of course, you have a lot of different people and uh, in, in your you know, network, but also it's sometimes really difficult to say, okay, um, does this person add value from that perspective of not? But what you've seen and what our yeah, studies show now is as well that you really need to look at that because even though you think that this person is completely different and I, I don't really see any any similarity in how I am or the way way I'm working. For example, take someone that that, that you studied with. So you you learn the same theories, you learn the same approaches. But if you get someone from another university with another approach, for example, this person could have another view and bring really a fresh mindset to your team. Or for example, you form a colleague. So you worked with this colleague for five years. You have the same perspective on a certain thing and you would bring this person into your, your company. Then it might be that you, you're missing out a different aspect, how you could mm-hmm. get to the next level with your team. So. To maintain the right balance in a team of referrals and, uh, yeah, non-referrals is, is pretty important. But nowadays, a lot of firms are missing out on the chance to basically think about manuals or about systems to really bring in referrals. Because I think also from a uh, historical point of view, if you start a firm, like a startup, you always hire people. Yeah. Like, do you know someone in your network? Maybe, maybe this person can come and, and yeah, we build up this company together. But once you're bigger, you forget that and you want to professionalize your recruitment. You want to maybe do not know everyone in the company anymore. And so referrals getting really, really lost in their natural habitat. So really, do you know someone mm-hmm. and you're just really work day to day and forget as well looking at, for example, your job page uh, to see if there's something um, open. So for example, for us in ta- Takeaway, we say you don't need to only refer people from marketing if you work in marketing. If you know someone in IT, please be welcome to, to refer this person. So you need to kind of create some some environment where you, for example, could refer some people from Berlin to Amsterdam or basically really giving it no limit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also very, very interesting if you would see traditional employee referral programs. So if you, you look in your own 
department or in your own work field mm -hmm. for someone. But of course, like you said, you, you know some people maybe from IT, the boyfriend is befriended with. Mm -hmm. So why not asking this person to work for your company? Yeah. One thing that I'd like to just briefly talk about is sure. the role of employer branding in referral programs. How have you guys connected that at Takeaway currently? Yeah, so basically employee branding, we are now starting with that. So it's not really something that we completely figured out yet. Mm -hmm. Of course, a referral program needs to be very close to your core values, to your mission. And the employee referral program should be also connected to that. So how you, you brand it, like, like I said, as a product internally for the internal communication. How we do that there is, I, for example, created a video now. So I launched the referral program really in a way as you would really start launching it. And what I'm aiming to do is sending out reminders integrated into the newsletter that we have for, um, yeah, our, our community and really make it something that is really deep connected in, in your roots. So also with the onboarding app, for example, that we have uh, things like that. So you really get it into your mindset right away from the beginning. Mm -hmm. But to say, yeah, we, we connected to, to our yeah, employee brand. Yeah, we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's certainly something that uh, we'll be watching out for. Yes. <laughs> but I really want to thank you for your time today. Um, yeah. That's all the time that we have. <laughs> But thank you for coming in, and it was a pleasure speaking to you, Bianca. Yeah, thanks a lot. It was really nice here. <laughs> thanks again for joining us on the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And of course, if you did, feel free to share it on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you're most active. And if you'd like to be updated on when our next podcast is going to be released, you can sign up at blog.recruity.com slash podcast. See you in the next one.